What's up, everybody? Jonathan Abier here, CEO, founder of Wonsulting. I just spoke to Ennis, and it was hype to say the least. We spoke about lots of different things in regards to mindset, networking, you name it, it's there. You better watch. And definitely, definitely, if you found it insightful, make a LinkedIn post about it, talk about it on social media, because we want to see each and every one of you turn from an underdog into a winner, just as Wonsulting's mission is. What's going on, everyone? It's Ennis here, and today I want to share the Made for More Mindset segment we did with Jonathan Javier. If you're not familiar, it's the segment where we get insight into our guests' mindset and successful habits to inspire you to change yours because you don't decide your future, your habits do. And if you haven't already listened to the full convo, I'd highly recommend, especially if you're on the job hunt or even looking to build a strong personal brand. Jonathan runs a super successful career consulting agency and shared some practical tips. So be sure to tune in to episode number 12. Now, without further ado, here's the Made for More Mindset segment with Jonathan Javier. I want to switch gears just a little bit. Uh, we have a made for more mindset segment, right? It's a segment Ooh. where, yeah, we, we get insight into the successful habits that Jonathan does to make what Jonathan is, right? Mm -hmm. So the first, there's five questions. So the first one is, are you an early bird or a night owl? Great question. I'm both. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Um, so I'll wake up and I would actually not recommend this to anybody, but um, I wake up usually at around like I used to wake up at 5.30 because I was so natural to it. Now I wake up around like 7, 7.30 and I'll go work out in the morning. Uh, but the crazy part is I actually have no meetings until 10 every day. And I don't have any meetings on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Is that on purpose? It's on purpose. So I actually only have a three-day work week. People don't know that. Really? Tuesday, Thursdays, I don't, do, I, don't, I don't have any meetings. Tuesdays and Thursdays are when I will just do work or I'll just do XYZ. Um, so, and then at night, I usually stay up to like 12 to one. The reason why is I just like doing work at night. I think that's when I think more yeah. and I'm able to kind of comprehend different ideas. And the crazier part is I just don't, don't drink coffee. <laughs> I don't either. I get my energy from people like speaking to you today. So basically for those who are trying to balance their time, I got to think about it like this. What people say is there's an eight hour work, work day, correct? In your eight hours of work, do you think you're getting actually eight hours of work done? Probably Most people not. know. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. What I try to do is I put eight hours of work into two hours of work. People are so unproductive. They get distracted in their meetings. They'll get distracted. They'll be looking at something. They'll be in a meeting. They'll be looking at something else. You'll be working on a blog. You'll be, someone will be messaging. You'll be messaging the other person. It's all about focus. Mm. Focus is so important because you can change your day from being working hundred hours a week into working 20 to 30, right? That's what I always think about. And last but not least, I have to thank my team. Of course, my team is the reason why I'm able to, or we're able to grow so immensely because we have about 12 people on our team now. They're always doing amazing things on different segments of consulting to help it grow. Yeah. So, so Tuesdays and Thursdays are off after 10 a.m. is when you take your, your meetings, right? I guess like, what do you do on Tuesdays and Thursdays? Like, when do you, I guess, uh, create content? How do you strategize or do you, do you do any of that at all? Yeah. So 
I will, this is what I'm talking about. Cross postability, extremely important. People always ask me, Jonathan, how the heck do you make so much content? The reason why I make so much content is I just cross post it. I'll Mm. make one video on TikTok. I'll post it on TikTok. I'll post it on reels. Then I'll post it on LinkedIn, but LinkedIn will be a written form. See what I mean? So what I do is I'll usually work. It takes me about 10 minutes to do TikToks. It takes 10 minutes to make a LinkedIn post nowadays. So it'll give me about 20 minutes a day. What I'll try to do is either do it in the morning of while I'm working out, or what I'll do is I'll just make it all in one day for the whole week. Mm, so one day for the whole week. Mm, yeah, exactly. Okay. That, that, that's, that's typically what I do. So every Sunday is when I plan out for the whole week, but I need to, I need to up my game on, on uh, content for sure. It just comes naturally, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you just go through these spurts where you just can't stop. And then the, you get like all this create creative ideas and then other times when it's kind of slow, but um, all right. Yeah. So uh, that was a, that was a great answer. All right. So the second one is what book had the biggest impact on your career so far and why? Yeah. So I actually have two books. Number one, the David and Goliath one, Mm. because that's exactly how consulting started because David's being the Goliaths or how do, how does an underdog mindset turn into a winner mindset? That book has made a huge impact. So if anybody listening in, definitely read that book. The second one I'm reading right now, it's called Atomic uh, Habits by James Clear. It's a great book. That's how I've actually learned about how do I create habits for myself, positive habits, which allow me to be so productive and able to make so much content. Because the more times you do it, but the more times you apply it directly to your happiness, more times you'll be able to do it. All right. So that's a good one. Oh, I, I, there's actually another book. The last one is the four hour work week. That's the one, the four hour work week. It's such a great book. Tim Ferriss it one, talks right? about, yep. yep. It talks about how do you actually make a four hour work week? Because it just sounds snake oily, right? It's not, you can actually do it. You just got to think about and strategize how your work week is. And you also have to get people on your team that are also passionate about what you're doing. Yeah. It's, it's all about delegating work. I mean, I kind of agree just to kind of challenge what you were just saying with the four hour work week, I kind of agree and disagree. It kind of depends mm-hmm. on what industry or what business you're building. Right. Because That's some of them, you know, like some businesses, they, you, you gotta, you gotta put in the work like four hours a week is not going to cut it no matter yeah. what. I was, I was going to say, yeah. Like, like once you get to like the high, high level, then it kind of makes sense. But yeah, usually, usually it's not four hours. Usually it's like four hours a day maybe, but yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Definitely. All right. So uh, fourth one is what does the process of goal setting look like for you? Yeah. So I actually put all my goals right there. It's actually my background. So every year in the beginning of the year, I will actually draw my future. Now, what does that mean? It's putting my current state of how I'm feeling in regards to mental career and personal, how, what my current state is, And then what my future state is, is what I want to accomplish with those goals. And why I love this is because I actually draw it. So I'll draw actual figures and people or just like things on there. Because when you visualize something and you actually draw it, it means more to you, I think, mentally. And that's how, example, the articles for Forbes, Business Insider, um, LinkedIn News, Yahoo News, all of them came into fruition because I drew those. I was like, we're going to get on some publications. Let's do it. No publicists, nothing, just organic, right? So if you're able to draw your future, it allows you to goal set 
and it will show you and you'll look at it every day. I look at it every day and I'm like, okay, how, what am I doing to achieve this goal today? Last but not least, celebrating small wins. So important. I think people have such huge aspirations, as they say, to the moon. They want to reach for the moon, but sometimes you just got to reach for the stars and celebrate the wins to the stars. That's important because that will help you motivate you every single day to keep on going. Love it. Love it. Um, fifth one is what does success mean to you at, at, at 25? Yeah. Success is your or own 26. Definition. Sorry. Yeah. You're 26. 26. Yeah. I would say success is your own definition of it. You can be successful if you work at a Facebook or a YouTube, you can be successful if you work at a Kohl's, right? Mm. It's all about what you define success as. I think success is defined by happiness. If you are happy with what you do and you enjoy it, And you don't say to yourself, oh, I got to wake up now to go to work. And you're doing something you really love doing that you can see yourself doing for the next couple of years. That's what success is. A lot of people will go into roles where they just go for it for the money. They're like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, it gives me nine to five. It helps me make money, provides for the table. I mean, it's sometimes you have to go into those different roles. But when you find something that's happy, that makes you happy to go to every single day, that's I believe that's success. I couldn't agree more, man. I, uh, I graduated with an engineering degree and I knew straight out of the gate, it wasn't going to be for me. <laughs> and, uh, so I, I did all that work and then I got into sales at DocuSign as an inside sales rep, just because I wanted to learn, you know, so I, I haven't, I've never had a, a sales job before. So I wanted to learn the ins and outs and kind of get used to being rejected, which is kind of what I do now. And it's crazy. And then I, I left that job to start this and I'm building it up now. So I, I couldn't agree more. I took a, I took a huge, huge pay cut, but I was a lot more happy. Love it. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. All right. Honestly, Absolutely. it's not always about money. <laughs> totally. Totally. Well, Hey, I really appreciate you taking the time again. I, I think um, I learned a lot and I, and I think a lot of people listening are, are going to find their next opportunity now because they're, so. they're going to be, they're going to be proactive, not reactive. Right. Love it. Yeah. Absolutely. What what do you think of the uh, the interview? I was great, honestly. Thanks so much for uh, for having me. I, I honestly love sharing my story. But for everybody listening in, create your own story. Like it's all about having your own story. My story is my own story, and it's the story is his story. My question to you is, what's your story? What do you want to be known as? What do you want to leave in the world? Do you want to make a small splash in a big pond or a big splash in a small pond? That's my question to everybody listening in. I hope that each and every one of you will make big splashes so you can turn from each, not only each of you getting jobs, but turning other underdogs into winners. Yeah. And and last question. Do do you feel like you're an underdog right now? I feel like I'm an underdog every day. (laughs) Right. But the thing is, I have a winner mindset coming from an underdog background. It doesn't mean that, you know, it doesn't deteriorate me or the mindset. Having an underdog mentality is actually great because that'll keep motivating you and and it shows you that, you know, you don't just look at the privileges you have in life and just be complacent. Mm. Yeah. Always keep on going. Never be complacent because when you're able to grow and advance, that's what matters. Totally. And, and um, I want to ask this another question, but uh, yeah. when you do win, how, how do you how do you treat like, cause, cause how you treat a win is like how you, it's different from how you treat a loss, right? When you lose, it's easy to say, okay, bounce back. But when you win, you get stagnant. So how do you keep that underdog mentality? Oh, that's a great question. What I'd say is celebrate your wins with, with people, right? With friends, of course, 
but your friends should be the ones that are saying, Hey, keep on going. You can do more than this. I had a lot of friends before or friends in quotations before that said, Jonathan, you're doing good. That's it. They would never give me constructive feedback or criticism. The true friends give you constructive feedback or criticism in regards to what you can do better. True friends do that. They don't just say, Oh, you're good. You don't have to do anything anymore. They're going to keep pushing you to do your hardest. So that's why I always associate with folks that keep pushing me to do even better than I already, than I am, right? Not only for myself, but for others. Well, there you have it. Thank you for tuning in. For more Golden Nuggets, be sure to check out episode number 12. And until the next time, dream big because you, my friend, are made for more.